Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 4, Episode 2. In today's episode, I share how... You can use your sensitivity into a superpower by focusing on the specific part of being a highly sensitive person. I hope you enjoy it. And like always, thank you so much for being here. All right. So before I tell you the whole um, how you can turn your sensitivity into a superpower, I'll share my little story with you. Um, A friend invited me to go to the movies last month or yeah, sometime last month. Um, to go watch the new movie that just came out, Encanto. If you haven't seen it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's so good. Um, I love animated films, especially, you know, done by Disney and things like that. So um, I said, yeah, sure, let's go. And we took our kids and we watched it in Spanish, which was awesome because I hadn't done that for a while. And it was great to see my son kind of immersed in the language in a new way. Although there is a little bit of pushback from that, but that's a whole nother story for another episode. And um, it's it's weird to talk about this kind of stuff because these are usually just the thoughts are in my head and not necessarily something that I say out loud. But I cry a lot, especially when I go to movies and things like that, which makes it really awkward when you go someplace that's sort of new with a new friend and you're not really sure how they're going to respond. But I knew that this friend is highly sensitive because she's part of my HSP group and I felt very comfortable kind of just watching this movie and being like really immersed in it. And before the movie even started, I was bawling my eyes out with the short film that's at the beginning of it. Um, What's it called? It's called Far From the Tree. And it's about these little raccoons and just kind of like how they break generational trauma, um, which is something that I, I talk about a lot in the work that I'm doing in therapy and things like that. And so... I'm watching this short film. It's literally, I don't even know how many minutes it is, but I'm just, I could not stop crying and the tears are just coming and I'm just feeling it so, so deeply. And I was like, okay, well, that was a short film. Sometimes that happens like right before the movie starts and I'm already like a hot mess. And then the movie starts and there's, if you haven't seen it, it, there's the music is some of the music done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. He's amazing. Um, And the visual component of this movie is just fantastic. Like as a creative person, it just hit all the right spots for me of visually what a movie does. Um, And there's a specific scene. And if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry if I ruin it for you, but it's a specific scene where the song Dos Oruguitas comes on and it shows kind of the story of what really is happening with the abuela And there's something that happened with the music and the visual aspect, the lyrics, and I'm a lyrics person, the experience, all of it just combined into this very deep emotion for me. And I'm again, bawling my eyes out at the movie theater. And I look over at my son and he's looking at me like, whoa, she's really crying. And I'm like, it's just so beautiful and so deep. And I feel it all. And the way that the animation just really 
went with the music and the way that you see the story of how everything happened and the eyes and how the grandma's crying and holding her three babies. And if you've seen Encanto, you know exactly what moment I'm talking about. It just got me like right in the gut. And so we left and I told my friend, I'm like, yeah, I couldn't stop crying. She's like, I totally get it. I Same, ditto, because that was not the first time she had seen it. So the story kind of just goes to show that I cry a lot and highly sensitive people tend to cry a lot because we are deeply, deeply moved by the arts. And so in today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about that specific aspect of it and how we can use that to really fine tune our sensitivity into a superpower to help others feel their emotions and how to kind of bring that together for the rest of the world. So with all of that being said, that's not the first time that I've ever cried in movie theater. I do a lot. So many times I have done this, even at home, like I still, I can't even hear that song without breaking down and crying. But it really, it's just, it's part of who I am. And my family knows that. And if I ever start crying randomly, like they just know I have to go through the motion of just letting my feelings be felt. Um, But yes, the lesson in all of this is one, I cry a lot and that's okay. But I learned at a very early age to repress this part of me because I learned that it made others around me feel really uncomfortable. Um, And in, you know, a Hispanic culture with, family members that needed to feel a certain way around children. You know, it was a lot of no seas chillona and para de llorar and a lot of things like that that just were not really good for my highly sensitive self-esteem. And so at a very young age, I learned how to kind of just numb myself so I wouldn't feel so much, especially when it came to like listening to a song. I mean, I remember being a kid and just hearing a song on the radio and just being really moved by it and then kind of just like holding my body tensely so that I wouldn't feel it everywhere (laughs) so that I wouldn't start crying randomly because I knew that would annoy or it would bother or it would make other people uncomfortable around me. But if we look at the research and I've talked a little bit about this, I'll probably do another episode just for this information, but the acronym DOES, D-O-E-S, really helps us understand the kind of the main important components of being a highly sensitive person. And so the D is depth of processing. The O is overstimulation, which I talk about a lot. The E is for emotional reactivity. And then the S is for sensing, kind of the subtleties. And so when we look at the aspect of being deeply moved by the arts, and the arts meaning like art, you know, music, a play or something that somebody shares with you that's somewhat artistic, just something that you see and you kind of see the beauty in it, whether it's happy, sad, whatever emotion it brings out. Um, It really helps us kind of find our people in a way because it helps us understand that, oh, she's crying with the scene because how can you not cry with the scene, right? And so this is just part of the trait. It's part of who I am. There's nothing wrong with me for crying all the time with movies. Um, It does make it a little tricky when I'm trying to figure out what to watch because there are certain things that I just like, I cannot stop crying with. So I I have to be very mindful of what I'm watching and who I'm watching with. So I did have to sit down with my, you know, seven year old a little after we watched the movie and explain to him that. I was just deeply moved by that scene. And so anytime you watch Encanto, which has been playing nonstop in our home home lately, 
like I'm going to cry with that scene. It's just, I cannot help it. It just happens in my body and in my soul and I'm just deeply moved by it. So that's kind of the lesson is that that's just part of who I am. And that is a great thing to have because that's kind of what the arts do, right? It kind of allows us to tap into this other part of us that's so human. And part of being human is experiencing this, you know, spectrum of emotions. So when we look at the meaning behind this, you know, the story of me crying at the movie theater, watching Encanto, because I cannot, oh, I just, I feel like crying out just thinking about it because it's so good. But the meaning behind all of this and the deeper meaning that we can identify is that the arts, you know, it's a way that we can feel the depth of that human experience. Uh, my husband and I met in marching band when we were in high school. And one of the things that I always just deeply admired about him is the way that he could, he still can, the way he can just use music to communicate emotions. And I just, we had other people in our marching band that were very talented um, and could play in their instrument very well technically. And, you know, they could play all the notes and do it the perfect way. But there is just something about the way that he played that just really conveyed that emotion. And I think as highly sensitive people, we have that self-awareness and it really allows us to not only admire that and support that, but just kind of feel it and tap into it very quickly and effortlessly. And so when we think about, you know, well, what does this really mean for our world? Well, we can tap into that, the full spectrum of the human emotion and not everybody can do that. And so we kind of become like a vessel to show others this is kind of what could happen. And we can connect with others who are part of the arts in this way. And we can really support that part of humanity because, you know, we desperately need it. And as a teacher, that just really allowed me to understand, you know, if I'm not reaching certain students, I can use this kind of feeling of we can use music and, you know, like doing a play or painting or drawing or whatever it is um, and help reach those kids that maybe weren't being reached a different way. And and that really is important because the arts are really important. And you saw that with the pandemic, you know, um, there's so many different ways that people started creating and started supporting the arts in a completely new way because it's so desperately needed. So how do you use this whole thing of deeply being moved by the arts as a highly sensitive into a superpower? I kind of touched on this a little bit already, but you know, we model, we show others that it is okay and a good thing to show our emotions. Um, it was a little embarrassing to cry at the movie theater, but I'm glad that my child saw me doing that because by me doing that in front of him, I'm giving him permission to do the same. So that next time that he's moved by something in the arts, he has the full capacity to express it without feeling like he's not allowed to do that. Um, the other thing we can do is, you know, I would assume, I don't know what the statistics is, are on this, but maybe I could look it up somewhere, how many people who are part of the arts are highly sensitive people. That's one of our gifts, right? My husband is a highly sensitive person, so he can feel that so much deeper than non-sensitive person. And so that's how he's able to convey that kind of emotion through his music because he can feel it so deeply. And the way that we can connect at such a deep level is fantastic. And it, it happens with a lot of highly sensitive people that I've noticed, you know, whether it's through painting or writing or photography, we just have that little like 
I don't know what to call it, a little like oomph that helps us identify this piece and really like makes us feel something. So we were able to really support other highly sensitive people through the arts by just saying, yeah, that was awesome and totally made me cry. It gives us a window to empathy. And I think this is crucial for where we are in life right now, where, you know, it's hard to kind of help others and be there for them and feel empathy for them when you're being consumed by your emotions. And so I think this is where it gets really tricky for highly sensitive people is that I can't just go all day and crying with everything that makes me feel deeply because I hear a good song or I read a really good book, although I do cry a lot with books. But there's got to be kind of like a fine line. And it's a a really hard balance because we have to understand that it's really important for us to do those things, but we also can't be consumed by it. And so that really helps us tap into our ability to have empathy for others, you know, to tap into those feelings that we might have experienced and it allows us to kind of feel what they have felt before. Um, In the movie Encanto, you know, she loses her husband and I can only imagine what that must be like, but I've also felt, you know, despair before. And I've also felt like pure agony over losing something that was important to me. And I felt complete isolation and loneliness. And I felt so alone before in my life. And so when I'm seeing these scenes and hearing the music and, you know, just kind of hearing the lyrics and understanding what's going on in the storyline, I'm able to tap into that empathy where I may not have experiences exactly, but I've experienced something similar and I can tap into that and I can not feel it for the person, but I can feel it with the person. And I think that's a great gift to use when somebody in our lives may be going through something really hard. They need people to just give them space and to allow them to feel their feelings without any judgment or without telling people, you know, like you shouldn't be feeling that it's been this long. Why are you still crying over this? Like they just need the permission to feel. And we HSPs can do that so well when we tap into these kinds of um, emotions and things. And lastly, I think all human beings can tap into their emotions. All of us can be moved by something at some point in our lives. So when we use this as a superpower and we notice, oh my gosh, this specific piece of artwork is just really like hitting me in this deep space. When we share that with others and when we kind of speak out about how the arts can move us, it really allows others to tap into that human experience. And we give each other permission to just feel. I mean, ah, as a child, how many times was I told to just like stop crying? But no one ever really asked me, are you crying because you're sad? Are you crying because you're excited? Are you crying because you're happy? Did you see something beautiful? Like there's so many reasons why people cry and nobody really ever asked. Everyone just assumed that it was because I was sad or angry or something. And so when you see a child crying or when you see somebody else crying, kind of stop and think, what part of the human experience are they living in this moment and what feelings are coming up for them? It might not be what we think because we just assume that crying is bad. Oh my gosh, my dog is barking and she's driving me crazy. Um, I'll finish this up really quick. But yes, um, next time you see somebody crying, you know, even a child, because they're more open with their emotions, kind of wonder and be curious about it. And as a highly sensitive person, really tap into that emotion within yourself, especially when you're being moved by something beautiful or deep in the arts or painful or whatever it is. And let's support 
each other in this endeavor. Let's support the arts and let's speak out with how important this is. And if you're musically talented, use that music. And if you're, you know, artistic by painting or drawing or whatever, like use that talent and communicate your feelings through that. And let's just bring the arts up even more because we're going to need it more and more as the years go through and to raise the next generation of highly sensitive children who will cry at movies and not be so embarrassed by it and just let it it be part of who they are. Okay, well, we are at the 16 minutes. Oh my gosh, I almost made it. Um, Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Stay tuned for next week where I will share more about how to use your sensitivity as a superpower. Um, I am also writing some blog posts that go along with these episodes. So later on in this week, I will post it on my blog, mariaplata.com. You can check out all of that. And I am creating some free coloring pages that you can use to print out and color it or do whatever you want with them so that you remember that being a highly sensitive person is an awesome thing and our sensitivity can be turned into an awesome superpower. And I am so happy you're here and I will talk to you next time. Adios.